What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Slasher Times, the show where I break down a classic 80s slasher film. And uh, today's episode is going to be on the gritty classic Maniac, directed by William Lustig, came out in 1980, and it stars Carolyn Monroe and uh, Joe Spinell. And uh, Maniac is a pretty interesting film, uh, out even outside the slasher realm, because most of those films that came out in that time period in, in 80, 81, and 82, the, the um, main antagonist, uh, the, which is the killer, were unrealistic uh, uh, beings, so to speak, meaning they were mutinized, or you had like Freddy Krueger who was in in the dreams of, of his victims and, and um, a burnt-up um, character. And then like Jason from the Friday the 13th was uh, a deformed uh, being and uh, the thing with Maniac is um, Joe Spinell plays Frank Zito who's basically a, a, a normal guy who's very very socially awkward but he's a, he's a, a normal looking guy so it's, it's one of those films that that one of the first horror films with a, a realistic killer that can actually really happen in, in a situation the, the plot is he's a, he's a loner in, in New York City and he was psychologically abused by his mother as a child. And it, it transcends into his adulthood and affects him. And uh, he can't control his impulses to uh, murder women in New York City. And uh, the film's really gritty. It's, it's really raw and it's uh, really bloody. And... Uh, there wasn't too many at the time when it came out. There was, uh, let's see, Driller Killer was another familiar style type horror film. And uh, The New York Ripper. But there really wasn't many of these kind of films where it, it's basically an average Joe guy in a neighborhood who is a serial killer. Um, so that has the interesting aspect there. And it's just, it's a really brutal film uh it's not for everybody it, it it's got a lot of themes to it that are um disturbing and uh a lot of gory kills uh and a lot of blood splatter it, it definitely will satisfy the gore hound um it's it's very influential uh there's films that came out afterwards that that dealt with psychological torment it's not the first film like i said it came out in 1980 and there was you know in the 70s uh rather the 60s excuse me came out in the 60s uh peeping tom and of course psycho which dealt with psychological torment in um in the uh main character uh but you know, this this came out in, like I said, the beginning of the 80s, and, and it started that whole movement, and there was a lot of films afterwards. So it's a pretty inf influential film. Um, and, uh, you know, it doesn't hold back any anything. It's, it's a 
really brutal in its um, nature, and uh, a lot of the kills are are brutal. And and uh, what he does uh, is um, he scalps the women. Yep, that's right. He cuts the tops of their head their their heads off, and um, with the hair and everything. And you find out later on why he's doing this. But it has a lot of long-drawn shots where it's it's him stalking his his victims in, in the subways of New York City, and uh, the camera slowly follows the victim down the stairs, and and it's got kind of really eerie music to it, and um, the shots are really pretty artistic for a slasher film, and uh, it has a you know it has a a decent storyline. The thing about Maniac, though, which is unrealistic and kind of hokey and hilarious, is that he's not a very good-looking guy, and he's very socially awkward. And the um, the love interest is a very beautiful woman, a model, and she miraculously takes a liking to him, which is it's kind of really unrealistic. You know, it works for the film, but it kind of doesn't. It, it just, in real life, would never pan out like that because he's just he's very social, socially awkward uh, guy, and it's obvious. But she ends up taking a liking to him and tries to develop a relationship with him, but he can't develop a relationship with anybody because of his psychological issues, so... It's um, kind of a battle there, um, but that's where this, it, it's a story that breaks down there as well, uh, that holds up well, uh, besides all the gore and mayhem and slashing and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's a, it's a unique slasher film, and uh, it stood out to me uh, when it came out. The thing is, I saw Maniac years after, to be honest with you. I didn't see it when it first came out. I saw it years later. And uh, just thought it was a fantastic uh, slasher film. And the poster is, is great. And uh, the tagline is, uh, you know, I, I warned you not to go out or something like that. And, uh, you know, the truly scary thing about Maniac is that, like I said, it, 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 can, it can happen in real life um, versus the other slasher films of mutants or hicks. Um, in the woods stalking teenagers or, you know, mutant-type people uh, killing teenagers in the woods and stuff. There was a few others, like um, Slumber Party Massacre, which had a, a real-life guy, but, you know, it's like, it just didn't seem as realistic as Maniac. Maniac seemed almost like a, a Verite type of cinema, where, where it was almost like a documentary-type thing where you saw the, the breakdown of this uh, messed up guy who, who can't relate to people on a normal level and uh, he comes off like a nice guy in the regular world and he hides his impulses similar to like you know the classic Peeping Tom by Michael Powell and Norman Bates from Psycho is when if you meet him you'll like him you know he's a likable character but he has this dark, impulsive side that, um, you know, obviously the audience sees. But, you know, the people he comes in contact with don't really see that. 
And uh, it's interesting to see the, the breakdown and how he deals with it. it. You know, we're talking about a really messed up individual. And uh, it, it's kind of sad. The film's kind of sad too, because if he didn't have this psychological torment from his mother as a child, he might have ended up normal and tried to live a, a normal life as, as we know it, whatever that is, you know. But in the other, the other thing about the film is it, it, it shows a time of New York City that is no longer there. You know, New York City is like Disneyland now, and this is the early 80s when this film came out, so it's, it, it, it shows that seedy, gritty side of New York where the subways were dirty, there was uh, catwalking women, there was working women on the streets uh, looking for, for Johns, there was shit in the streets, um, the Lower East Side was really seedy and dirty, there was um, porn houses, movie theaters, it shows all of that visually in the film and you know anyone who's seen it the film is known for of course the, the shotgun scene where the guy gets his head blown off by a shotgun and it actually shows the, the head exploding and the, the, the pieces on the windshield it, it's a really brutal scene um, and that's um, that's a memorable iconic scene in, in the film but, uh, you know, it, it's uh, something I think everybody should, should check out if they haven't seen. It's a very um, disturbing film uh, in its own right. And, and it's, um, you know, it has all killings and, and, and stuff like that. But it's um, also about, about a, a man trying to deal with with this um, thing that just overtakes him and uh, controls him and, and uh, you know he's trying to deal with it and, and, and make sense of it but uh, it's just too overpowering and um, it's got kind of a, a weird uh, ending to it that um, it's a reveal that that Basically, he's making mannequins uh, of the um, victims. And uh, it has a really creative, crazy ending. You know, when you're getting through all of this and he finally goes mad at the end and there's a climax that's just insane. You know, I won't give us, I won't, give it away for people who haven't seen it you know spo I won't give a spoiler alert because I want people to, to watch it uh, but you know the the ending is, is absolutely insane um, and, and frightening uh, because he he gets he gets it in the end um, karma comes back to him but uh, it's done in a, a really freaky uh, crazy way and it's worth worth the ride it's worth watching through to, to see what happens to uh, Frank Zito at the end. Um, you know, it, it's it's an underground horror film that, as far as the the ratings and the budget. I, I don't know much uh, on it. it. It was a popular video rental in the video nasty rental days and uh, kind of built a following afterwards. But um, it wasn't hugely popular when it came out. 
but it's revered now. I mean, it's mentioned on a lot of uh, slasher film lists um, today. So uh, it definitely left its impact and its, its mark. And I recommend people seeing it um, for sure. It, it, it's um, a really interesting film. Um, and it's, it's definitely in my top uh, 50 slasher films list, must-see slasher films list. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely recommend. If, if you haven't seen Maniac from, from 1980, definitely check it out. It's a raw, brutal uh, film that, that uh, deals with a lot of issues and, and breaks down, down on a man who is um, severely uh, psychologically messed up and tortured and uh, does some pretty sick shit. And, uh, you know, it's different than a lot of the, the horror and slasher films that came out in that, in that time period. So that's uh, my uh, take on, on Maniac. And uh, also they did, they did a reboot of the film starring Elijah um, Wood, I believe. And it's filmed in POV style. It's a lot different than the original, but um, it doesn't compare to the original. But uh, it's interesting that they went back and remade this film, and I think in the early 2000s, which wasn't bad, but it, it didn't compare to the original Maniac. So just wanted to mention that, but definitely check out Maniac. It's a crazy, awesome ride. And uh, for the few people that are listening, thanks for listening. Um, and uh, I'll be back again with another uh, 80s slasher classic. Thanks again for listening. Take care.